Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome to this episode of the Level Up Latina podcast, episode 27. We're so excited to have you here today because it's our random week. It's the last week of the month. So this is our anything and everything episode. It is the random one. So we're excited to have you. ¿Cómo se sienten mujeres? Bien, bien. A toda madre. Yo que guardándome la dije máquina. No, se me hizo raro. Se me hizo raro ver tú. Aquí el 100. Hace el 100. Al 100. Al 100. 100. The week of Thanksgiving is upon us. This week is Thanksgiving. Some of your kiddos might be on vacation this week. You might be off work. So it's going to be a random week for everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to check with my, my kids' school. They're always off. I don't know why they're always off. The entire time. It's true. Oh, yeah. You guys. We need to write a letter, Ceci. We need to write a letter. We do. Galilea was wearing, um, I guess, I had not paid attention. She got, a, she got a, we did her first birthday party. So she's still wearing some stuff that she got from her first birthday. And it puso una blusa. And it said, well-behaved toddlers rarely make history. And, you know, <laughs> we use that for women. But I'm like, okay. It's true. She's got the best smile, Galilea. I've never met another child that loves that baby shark song more than her. <laughs> She's the queen and the president of the fan club. And she's so cute. She's so pumped. She went to Baby Shark Live because her parents like mm -hmm. support her passions. Be like Vero and Otto and support oh, your child. I love that too because I would have been like running from that show. Like, yes, Google bueno. I'm tired of this song. La cancioncita. Yeah, yeah. so they took her to live. She told me grown people dressed in shark costumes. You guys are awesome. Cute. And loving and she's so grateful for it and she's just rocking it she has a great old time with that song oh yeah she has a, she knows the whole choreography to the t girl and she'll check you if you don't know it speaking yeah. of this family the gudiel family something very exciting happened for vettel this oh week. my goodness una mujer decente <laughs> me casé y cambió toda mi vida soy la pretty woman de compton okay yeah so i happened to make my way to the social security office this week in Watts, because I had to keep it real. Changed my last name, you guys. I mentioned it in our story. I said I was, I walked out feeling a little weird. I wore my ring. Mi papá me lo mandó a hacer because I wanted his ring with his initials. My dad has this ring with initials, this gold ring. And I always wanted that ring. So he's like, I'm alive. I'm not going to give you my ring quite yet. So he made me my own with my initials. Mm -hmm. And it's VBR, Veronica Burgos Renteria, which is my mom. My, my mom's last name is Renteria. My dad's Burgos. So I always wear this ring. I wore it the day I went to change my last name and I looked at it and I'm like, I'm no longer going to be VBR. I mm -hmm. am now, I don't have a middle name. So I moved my Burgos to be my middle name and Gudiel is my official last name. It felt so weird being, changing everything to Veronica Gudiel because who really uses your middle name, right? Well, Alejandra Pulido acá, Ale. Sí. Ale. <laughs> Pero como nunca lo usado, it's just, it's just weird that I'm going to be Veronica Burgos Gudiel and if my middle initial doesn't come up, I'm Veronica Gudiel and I'm, that sounds like such a different person. And I remember always saying that I wouldn't change my last name. My sister didn't change her last name when she got married. And I thought that was so empowering. That was so feminist of her being, you know, a first generation, the oldest in her family and not having changed her last name. I'm like, you know what? She did. She did good with that. I'm going to stick with that, too. This is who we are. I'm going to keep our last name, even though obviously I can't obviously pass it on. I'm not the father of the children, but. 
I will somehow make sure that they know that their name, they also came from Burgos. So it was a lot of that that had process, I had to process over the years. And I think with now having the kids and getting married, and we didn't get married, obviously, before children. We got married after children, having two kids and being pregnant with the other. At that point, it just made sense for me to change my last name to Gudiel. And it just, it wasn't even much of a conversation in my head or even thinking twice about it. It just, I just felt it was right. And I changed my name to Veronica Burgos Gudiel officially as my last name. Felicidades. Felicidades. It's beautiful. It felt right. It's good. You know, whether you choose to change it or you don't, it's a personal choice. Some families, the man takes the name in a way, or in some families, you completely change it or you don't, or you hyphenate, or I love how you mm-hmm. use it as your middle name. I think that's great. I think that it's the personal choice and it's the right choice if it feels right. So good for you. No question. I was going to change my name because Diego was all about it. But it's funny because literally this year, this calendar year, and I've been married 13 years, I was Ooh. driving down the street one day and I was like, dang, my last name is Quevedo. I'm not Sanchez anymore. Like, como, me quedo 20, 13 years later. And I Híjole. remember feeling a little like proud and I was processing. I'm totally Quevedo. I've been Quevedo and Quevedo and Quevedo. Like, it's almost this weird, like, my identity was Sanchez all these years, even though I That's, had a different last name. Yeah. Isn't it weird? You grow yeah. up. And I was so tied to your last name, like Sanchez, and it's so common, but me cayó, and I felt so proud. I was like, so proud, like, oh, my last name, it's not common. It's Quevedo, my kids have it. 13 years later. So 13 years know, later, that's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, Ceci. That, that's funny, Irene, because I know you as Quevedo. Like I, like, I have to, like, think about, like, oh, my God, what's her maiden name? Like, ya no me acuerdo, o sea, no me acuerdo hasta el instante. I have to think yeah. about it, like, Irene, I'm like, oh, Sanchez. Like, I have to tell myself. Also, like you, Irene, like uh, no questions asked. You know, when when I um, when I got married, I was like, yes, me voy a cambiar el apellido Rodriguez. And I don't know if I always thought like that. I can't remember too how it was before. Maybe I thought like, oh, maybe I'll hyphenate it. But then I thought I was like, Pulido Rodriguez. I know que apellido that's gonna be super long. Yeah. Um, because Pulido and Rodriguez are both really long. I felt like happy. I know Luis felt happy that I was gonna take on his last name. And um, yeah, like I said, no questions asked. Uh, I was excited. También cuando fui al social security office. And then I had to change it also with the state bar because um, it had to be official para que me pudieran encontrar la gente. Although I'm still, I'm still like on the state bar, California state bar website, you can still find me as Pulido. So Cecilia Pulido, you can still find me and it comes up, pops up Rodriguez. So I'm still, I'm still linked there. And I still, and I still have actually, my Mexican passport still has um, Pulido Garcia because huh? aquí oh. en México, uh, women don't take their their husband's last yeah. name anymore. So I, in a sense, I'm still kind of I'm still Pulido Garcia here, and I use my Mexican passport here, and I'm I'm trying to get actually a Mexican ID, and I'm assuming that's gonna say Pulido Garcia um, as well because that's what my Mexican nationality indicates. So I have dual citizenship and dual uh, personalities, I guess, or <laughs> <laughs> okay, civil. identities. I know you have, know you have multiple yeah, personalities. Identity. Yeah, identity. Identity. I love it. You know, yeah. I just realized that maybe I felt Sanchez so Sanchez because my dad and mom were both Sanchez. They were the oh, same last no. name. They were not related. Like, they weren't cousins, homie. I knew where it was going there. <laughs> but they, but I was, I was so proud of that growing up. Que yo era Sanchez, Sanchez, you know, just something oh, really proud cool. of that. Sanchez squared over here for real. And what? Sanchez squared. Sanchez squared. Hey, S squared. 
But I love that it's the sissy. I love that multiple personalities, dual citizenship, whatever it is. Todo, really de cool. todo un poco. Yo Irene todavía tengo bajo. Tengo dos Irenes uh-huh. en mi teléfono. Es Irene Sánchez, Irene Quevedo. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, so I have to erase the Sánchez one because I've got to let go of your old you. Mm-hmm. What I love right now is that you're both saying my name in Spanish. I love it. Irene, yes, Irene. Keep it going. I was going to say about la- changing your last name. For women out there that are maybe getting divorced or separated and going in reverse and maybe you want to go back to your maiden name, that's great. More power to you. Again, it's a feeling. It's a choice. I recently met someone who'd been married for about 12 years to a gentleman. His last name, hes I think he's African-American. It's a little more Caucasian sounding. She's Filipino and her last name was a little more Spanish sounding. And a lot of people were asking her if she was going to go back to her original last name. And she thought, absolutely not. Like, I share this last name with my children. We built this family with my children. Why would I suddenly have a different last name than what they've ever known? And I thought that was such a cool take on it. And yeah. it made me feel like, of course, I don't want to end up divorced, but it really made me feel like, yeah, I'm Quevedo and I've been Quevedo for many years and I would stay Quevedo even if I was no longer married to Diego because there's such a unifying thing, especially when you have children. So there's one way to think about it if you're thinking about yeah. making that decision right now in your life and that name change goes to the other side of the cycle or is at the end of a cycle or maybe you're considering going back. Great. Sometimes for some women, it's very empowering to go back to your last name and shed that last name if if the relationship is ending. So more power to you. Go with what works for you. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. So since this is the random episode, we might just be going all over the place and we may have no natural segue for so, the next random tidbit. So there you go, Sissy. Whatever you'd like to discuss now. Uh, I'm going to start off with, because this is the random episode, there are like fireworks out here. I don't know why. I, I know it's not gunshots. I know it's like fireworks <laughs> going on. I don't know why. It's what is it today? The 20th. Yeah, the 24th of November that we're actually recording this. It's a Sunday. I don't know of any like festivals or any parades <laughs> going on. I don't know. There's random like fireworks in the background. So if you hear that, I don't know where that's coming from, but that's somewhere here. I'm just preparing. Nearby. They're preparing for las fiestas. Por eso. Lo mejor fiestas, están practicando. Y siempre. Es como en, like in the hood, right? Las fiestas yeah. okay. It's like in the hood, you prep of weeks before okay. to make sure your fireworks legit work, you know? Oh, yeah, so, I know that. Lo que igual en México tienen que prepararse, prepare, and just test to make sure everything flows right because pretty soon it's going to be el Día de la Virgen, el 12 de diciembre, right? Yes, we'll see. All right. And then we'll be like, uh, what happened? You guys didn't test the fireworks, yo? And La Virgen Cita is going to be very disappointed. La Virgen Cita. See, that reminds me, like, aquí en México hay un dicho que del 12... De diciembre al 6 de enero, pura fiesta. Ah, oh, Because it's right, es el Día de la Virgen de Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Y luego el 6 de enero ya es este, el Día de Reyes. Reyes. Todo with es Christmas, todo, New Year's, Nochebuena, everything in the middle. Yeah. Un sándwich de pura diversión. Yeah, a ver cómo nos va con, 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 la, con la dieta. ¿Cuál, oh, ¿cuál dieta, mija? No. No, That's we're... another conversation. I've been eating all weekend. We've been celebrating oh, Thanksgiving man. all weekend I, already. Oh I have Thanksgiving God. with my family today, and it's that Sunday before yes. Thanksgiving. I have Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. We've been feasting, but we'll get back on La Dieta at some point on yeah. January 7th. On January 7th. At, at the end of the sandwich. Well, we're going to be as wide as a sandwich. Yeah, I go back and forth, actually, because, like, this week we had family in town. My sister-in-law and her fiancé were here. Uh, my brother-in-law, who's a priest, and got to celebrate a mass in La Basilica. Wow. Here was, that was really cool. It was, really, it was a really touching moment. But we were here out and about eating que todo lo que 
podamos ver que tacos yeah. en la noche, yendo a los restaurantes que ellos querían ir, llevándolos. So I felt like I was eating a lot of meat. Lo que nunca. Luis y yo casi no comemos mucha carne. We hardly buy, like, once in a blue moon, we'll, we'll make, like, caldo de res or, like, a good steak that he wants to cook. Mm -hmm. But usually it's like salmon or caldo de pollo, and that's it. Just mainly like veggie dishes. And not because we're a vegetarian, it's just like it, that's what we like to eat. But this week I felt like we were eating so much meat. Que te digo que tacos en la noche. That sounds delicious. Yeah, tacos en la noche. And then um, mi cuñado quería menudo. So we went to this bomb oh, menudo place. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be here and not eat menudo. Like me cayó excelente. But then the next day, I was like, oh, my God, I feel, like, so, like, just, like, empanzonada and heavy. So I told Luis, I'm like, I'm going to go for a run. And you know what? This week, let's try to cut down on, like, the meat and try mm -hmm. to cook more vegetarian dishes or, like, maybe salmon or just tone it down because, como estamos diciendo, se vienen las fiestas and we're going to, we know, tamales, pozole, and everything Pan dulce, and it's a whole bunch of goodness. Yeah, and it's so good. Buñuelos, it's hard to say no. It really, Buñuelos, right? It's so hard to say no because that's coming out of un taquito, okay. Let's go buy pan or chocolatito. So, un tlacoche. Un guarachito. Oh, so many varieties. Take fried chips with chile. Everything, girl. Oh my God. Yes, that's my weakness. That's my weakness. I, I love that. Yeah, see, because I love like the sogginess, how it gets like. Mm -hmm. Habla algo random. Hablando de menudo y pozole. Ooh, guys, that's a battle right there. Menudo y pozole face to face. Battling it out. I like what do you pozole. choose? I would pick pozole, but I also I got it's gotta be good pozole. People tear yeah. that up and mess it up. I like good. I like mm -hmm. pozole too, and I would choose pozole over menudo. Pero para la cruda, no hay nada como un buen menudo. That's true. Right? That's this is true. exagerado. I did a paper in college about it, and it's really? not true. Yeah, but anyway, I choose pozole. You are the scientist. Three, three to zero. Pozole yeah. wins. The wow. champion in our boat here. Have you guys had pozole verde? Oh my god. Yes, my co-worker's mama makes it with chicken and it's spicy and it's freaking mm. delicious. If you're listening to this, can you please make it at the next potluck? Like it Perfect is so work. good. Yes. Yes. Have you guys had pozole estilo Guerrero? ¿Cómo es eso? Es un pozole blanco. Y una de mis tías, prima hermana y mamá que vive aquí en la Ciudad de México, she makes it. And she she's from, is aquí de la Ciudad de México, but her husband is a Guerrero. So she learned how to make it. Oh my God, it's freaking bomb so it's pozole blanco mm -hmm. uh, just like your standard pozole blanco with like carne de puerco uh, but it has seven ingredients and i don't know if i'm going to like toppings that you add on i don't know if i'm going to remember all seven but here i'll, I'll try creo que es cebolla chicharrón mm -hmm. aguacate mm -hmm. chile serrano limón oh y huevo cocido so huevo what? cocido duro yes huevo cocido en it's cuadritos pa. this is pa yeah, it's kind of ramen. Yeah. But it's both Mexican fall, right? But it's so freaking good. And she makes it so good. Uh, we went to go have it at her house in September for uh, las, las Fiestas Patrias, uh, para el, el 15 en la noche. And we had it. And Luis was like, oh, my God, this is so good. I'm like, yeah, I know. She, my, my aunt is famous for her pozole. It's so good. Okay, first of all, anything in Mexico is just like delicious. But That's I love the things that you said. Like, I love putting that in anything. When you put lemon, onion, aguacate oh, yeah. on top of anything. And serrano. That garnish, serrano, I yeah. throw that on everything. Like, it doesn't even have to be a sopa. 
a tostada, otro de on, on any sopa. <laughs> Even like at home, like sometimes my husband will make food and he's like, oh, it's kind of bland. Like he'll make a sopa or a, like a canned chili, a canned soup. And I'm like, baby, you got to throw something in those organic lentils you just made. And it's siempre it's like aguacate, cebolla, chile serrano. <laughs> those things that you said, or maybe some cilantro, yeah. but Mexicans are blessed. Like just throw lime on it. <laughs> like yeah. delicious. Mm -hmm. But I have to try that. Es pozole de guerrero. I can't believe you put chicharrones on it. Delicious. That's good. That's good. That sounds, that sounds amazing. So good. Yeah. Listen, I was going to, I know it's our random episode, so I'm segueing really, really like strong into this one, but we said like food, potluck. I'm having a potluck at work this week because it's Thanksgiving. So everybody's having those potlucks. Enjoy. Don't feel guilty. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. But I was going to mention work because I had this cool work story to share. This week, I did a work activity with my leadership team. So all of our full-timers pretty much. And then one person who's practically full-time. And I had done this activity. So I wanted to share it because it's kind of like my tip of the day in our random episode. I did this activity about a month ago at a UCSB alumni event. Ah! So fun. You guys have to go to these UCSB alumni events, oh, the alumni yeah, affairs yeah, office. Yeah, Look yeah, it up. Yeah, the best. Yeah. Go Gauchos. I think we're part of the office. I don't know. I, don't I think we're all kind of a part of it. So that's so. my... Little like commercial for UCSB. If you went to UCSB, if you're listening, get more involved with alumni affairs. Volunteer. I volunteered to be a speaker and I was talking about kind of running a nonprofit, being a woman in business. It was super, super duper cool. But we did an activity about happiness in the workplace. And I just thought it was such a cool activity, guys. So I brought it to my office and this is how the activity goes. And this is my tip of the day. You either do this with yourself and just reflect or do it with your team. It's, you know, this time of year where you're working with your team to think about the next year and goals, but you basically sit and think about your happiness levels at work. So the way I did it as a team building activity is that I had my teammates just think of any word, any word, they could pick a random word that means yes. So for instance, the color orange means yes, and they wrote it down and think of any word that means no. And so for instance, the color pink means no and write it down. So I asked them a couple questions. Are you having a good day? So I wrote like on my piece of paper, orange. Yes, I'm having a great day. Are you having a good week? So they got to write orange. If someone was, if their word for no was makeup, they wrote makeup. No, they're not having a good week. Then I asked, are you having a good month? So again, you write your code word for yes and your code word for no. And then my final question was, this is the real question is, are you happy here? Are you happy working here? Do you like coming to this office? Do you like your coworkers? Do you feel good when you're here, your projects? And it's very reflectionary. You have to really sit there and answer to yourself, honestly, do I like my job? Am I happy here? And it's funny because no one around you knows what you wrote. They don't know if you wrote yes or no, but you can mm -hmm. be honest because you're writing in code. That's why you start in code. And you can write in really big letters. If your word for no was the, the word pink, you wrote pink and the answer is no. And you have to sit there and stare at it for a bit. And so I basically said to my team, if you're happy here, great. If everybody answered in code that they're happy here, awesome. Write on the board. I had everybody write on the on the board their words. So they're up there. Their yes or no answers up there on my board. But I don't know if it's a yes or it's a no. And I invited them to tell me if they want to, if they're open to telling me if they're happy here or not. And they didn't have to in the moment tell me that, but to really think about it, because it is so important to be happy where you work. And so I ended the kind of the session with, I am happy here and I like coming here and I want to have an environment where we're all happy. So if at any point you're not happy and your answer was no, please, it's okay to move on, to gracefully exit working here. We will train your replacement. We will do it all gracefully. This is not to push anybody out, not at all, but it's important that you're happy. And it was so cool because then when we debriefed the exercise, they got to really be candid, some were a little more quiet. But in doing the exercise, it came to light 
people having feelings about other people in the office and assumptions. And Ooh. it was such a good work activity, guys, that are you happy here work activity. It's awkward, too, because people think I might be tricked. One of the girls was awesome. She's like, I know you're thinking about the budget right now. Are you trying to like kind of weed out the people that you want to move on? And, but my team also knows I'm super direct. Mm -hmm. My team knows I'm super duper direct. So one of the meetings yeah. said like, no, Irene will ask you quietly in a meeting, like, are you in or are you out, boo? So it was awesome. That's the, are you happy here activity? I want my tip of the day to be for any of you right now, thinking about where you go to work. You don't have to play it in code. You don't have to do it in a group setting, but you should sit with yourself. You should answer that question truly. Are you happy where you work? And if you're not happy, I want to encourage you to have the courage to tell your boss, no matter who your boss is, no matter how you feel about your boss, and let them know with respect and with grace that you want to move on. You want to find a way to gracefully move on because your happiness is more important than working somewhere where you're unhappy. Because truthfully, a lot of times that stuff's just building and it creates an environment where people aren't happy. So that's my story and my tip of the day. Really think about your happiness at work. And this is a good week to think about that because there's going to be a lot of potlucks and fun holiday, a, a lot of workplaces kind of change around this time of year. And if you're still finding that you're unhappy in that vibe, in that fun, good times, holiday vibe, you really got to give yourself a look in the mirror and take control of your life and your job and even come to Level Up Latina if you're grappling with your happiness in the workplace or not. And we'll help you decipher those feelings and move forward. That's my tip of the day. I think that happiness at work, it's a really tough one just because there could be things that might not be going the way you think they should be going, right? And can cause some, I'm going to say, quote unquote, unhappiness. But if the, let's say in the case at the moment, you just find yourself not happy, not fulfilled. I mean, it happens. Not every job that you're, that you're doing um, is going to provide that for you. Um, but at the same time, if there is something that's happening at the moment that you think, well, if we were to do this instead, or if this were to be a little bit different, then bring it up. Because if that were to shift, would your your happiness, in a sense, be different? Would you be fully yeah. happy with your job? So really put thought into that. Like, what is it currently? Right now, it's the end of the year. And sometimes mm -hmm. there could be outside factors. Things kind of change. The business changes. It depends what industry you're in, where it's more busy. Yeah. Or sometimes it's just so slow or, you know, mm -hmm. people are slowing down on, on projects just because it is the end of the year and you're kicking off the year differently. If, you, if you're the kind of company that works with other companies and relies on other people's business, you know, things tend to just shift. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time to just reevaluate the way things get done in, yep. your, in, your, in your company or where you work and think, okay, if we were to do this, maybe, maybe this is what's contributing to me being unhappy. Uh -huh. And if we were to do maybe this other way, we can probably bring this happiness cheer through the holidays into the new year, but really evaluate that. Yep. Is it just one aspect of it or is it the whole thing? Or do you dreading just going to work yep. every day when you get up and you're like snoozing your heart away just because you're like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. If that's what it is. Yes. Let it go. Yep. We can't hold on to everything. And especially yes. work, we give so much of ourselves to work. Yes. And when we're, it, and even if it's not your passion, you know, sometimes I remember I had a job and when they hired us, it was a great job, well-paying, everything, loved the company. They were, they told us, you are not going to be fulfilled with us because <laughs> oh, what you're going to be doing, yeah, they were super honest, very upfront. They hired us. It's normally that this company hires management and above. So they want quality people to deal with their client, with their clients. Therefore, they're paying us the big bucks, but they're like, what you're doing 
is really nothing special. <laughs> you oh, know? wow. They're like, you're not, you're, you know, you're not going to be fulfilled by your role. So what the company offers is all this array of things to, that we're giving you to thank you for putting <laughs> yourself in this position, you know? So we want you to find a way to be fulfilled outside of work when you're not here so that when you're here, you're present and you're giving your all and your best. I don't so totally mean- mind that, Vettel. That's kind of a smart <laughs> strategy. They were transparent. They had all yeah. these other things that can make you happy. They were real with their identity. That's kind of cool, Vettel. Like, weirdly. I love that company. I was like, man, I should have just <laughs> stuck with them. You know, who cares? You're not going to be always happy. Yes. You're not always going to be doing mm-hmm. your passion. Right. Some of us are very lucky and blessed to, you know, fulfill our passions by our work. And some of us aren't. And I think the majority of us aren't. A lot of us go to work. We're good at what we do. We get a paycheck in return. Boom, we're good. And then you have the rest of life to figure out what your passions are, right? Yeah. Well, in this case, it was great that they were just super honest. I honestly was only there with with the company for six months. I should have stayed longer. But you could tell. I I think this is the company I told you guys that my supervisor was like, Vero, yo, man, (laughs) you do not look happy. And I'm like, I'm not. I don't know uh, how to tell you guys this. I'm not. And I'm like, but see, everything you else did is move so on. You did move on. So they see, did. I know you're saying you're not going to be happy everywhere, but the, I think the secret sauce is whether it's your passionate career or your kind of mid-career move or it's kind of a placeholder for you, happiness is still important. So it, it's still like a matter of if it's not bringing out the best in you and you're just sort of struggling through it, like you also don't want to force it. So you moved on. Yeah. And your boss saw that, right? Yeah, my boss was just like, what? I'm like, I'm just not being challenged. I felt it was too easy. Oh, <laughs> and anyone can do it. Anyone can do that. Yeah. I'm like, thank you for paying me the big bucks for doing what I'm doing. And thank you yeah. for believing in me of taking care of clients. I'm like, but I want to be challenged. I want to be pushed. Right. I want to have I, I want to have those struggles and overcome them and be like, yeah, I did it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just a complete weird person that likes to be, likes to suffer. No, you you're know? not. I love that. An unchallenged <laughs> job is an unfulfilling job. Really yeah, and that's what they told me. I'm like, why can't I just get it? I'm like, why can't I just wrap it around my brain that it's going to be unfulfilling and I should just go do something else? And that's when I should have taken advantage of getting my MBA. But anyway, that's a whole different conversation. Uh, I know I that's a random that. episode. But, you know, it's just there's going to be times at work where you're just like, hey, this is not what it is. And maybe you're going to have to find that happiness outside of it or find a way to merge them. So my yeah. tip is really take responsibility, too, for what you bring into the environment. So if you've been challenged yeah. to think about your happiness and then you now have to suck it up then. And if you have your reasons to be somewhere where you're not totally fulfilled, great. But then don't be toxic to the environment. Don't oh, yeah. Don't, don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be the victim, the martyr. That's kind of like the point of the exercise and activity. Like really also focus on your happiness and then your lack of happiness and then you being in the space. Well, you better own you in the space because especially mm-hmm. if you have, if you work in the kind of environment where they're telling you, we embrace that you are getting the best out of the space. And if you're not getting the best out of the space and you want to move on, great. But we're also saying basically, but now bring your best self here. Whatever your choice right. is, don't bring your worst self to work because you're unhappy. Like, let's right. figure that out for you. Because then I think that's being a big girl. That's being responsible. Like now, right. yeah. you're right. Now Vettel's thinking like, I should have just sucked it up and I should have done X, Y, Z. But you know what? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. And it was all part of your journey, girl. It is. You know what? The, this conversation reminds me of like, oh my, I'm coming up on like almost a year that I'm not working at my firm. Yeah, can you believe that? Like, wow, crazy. This, this, um, you know, year flew by. Got a little nostalgic last week because my coworker Hillary, she texts me and she's like, "End of the year reception today, and I miss you." And I was like, "Oh, I got like nostalgic because I, yeah. I would have been there, and like I miss her." And I was like, "Oh, send me pictures. I miss you all so much, especially during this time, because you know, 
ya se viene the holidays and all the events that we attended and you know all that you what you guys were talking about just now about feeling fulfilled and being at a at a workplace where you feeling fulfilled and, or feeling happy like are you feeling happy I felt like yes I was feeling fulfilled but I wasn't happy because of what was happening at home that I wasn't uh-huh. enjoying the girls and I was like missing out so uh so I kind of when I was feeling nostalgic last week I kind of told myself wow but look at this past year like yeah. everything I've done with the girls all the activities that they participated in that I've taken them like all the experiences that I've had with them and now being here together in Mexico I put it on to perspective and and I was like you know what I made the right decision about a year ago yeah I love those people at the firm and I'm still very close to them but I I know the decision I made a year ago was the correct one and I feel and I feel happy so it's like awesome. I love the people at the firm but I think I love my children and my family <laughs> right. more it's okay. just, it's just a tad bit. Ganan por tanto así, you know? I love that. I love that. Yeah. So you were able to really put it in perspective and yes. it was meant to be. There's nothing better than your little colleagues. And now I get to talk to you guys almost every day. I know, and <laughs> and be happy in this Be happy this and like laughing like dorks together and recording this with you guys on a weekly basis. It's really fun and really fulfilling. Oh, I am thankful for you guys. <laughs> you know, it's funny because this is a perfect segue to to family. We're going to be around family this mm-hmm. week, and sometimes our family <laughs> makes us happy, and sometimes our family does not make us happy. So, <laughs> please keep your sanity this week. Please don't be baited into fighting. Please be more. Zen, and maybe you have a great family and your family gets together and you can't wait to get together, but maybe you're like most people and there's people in your family that drive you crazy when you get together. And we don't want to, they shall remain nameless. They will all remain nameless. <laughs> a um, walk away, don't get baited, level up Latina, yeah. level up your life, don't get sucked into chisme. It's the week of the week or your family. Sometimes. You know what? The thing is that our families just know us so well, right? Normally yeah. Thanksgiving for us, it's it's our, in- our immediate family mostly. Um, this year, uh, Otto is now going to be, you know, officially in a sense. Oh, he's, bringing his, he's bringing his mom. His mom's going to join us for Thanksgiving Aww. and his grandma. So mm-hmm. it's going to be them coming to t- take a look, an inside look into Veronica Burgos' family, you know? <laughs> so my yeah so uh we're a small family we are we are a very small family and we just know what to do what to say to really push that button that just sets us off <laughs> a lot of family we are we are macgyvers when it comes to i'm gonna set you off girl or boy we just know and we do it so so like our friendly set says I see. I see. We just know it. Like, I think we learned that that art from my mom because she's very yeah. like, hmm, I see. She just slides it in like a ninja stealthily, right? And then my dad, no, my dad just says it. And then you're like, what the hell, dad? So anyway, <laughs> we learned the art of I can destroy you in a word or I can slowly get you to thinking what's happening and you're going to blow up in 5, 10, 15 minutes. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. It's just so trippy that my small ass family can... And we we love each other, but we yeah. we do say and do things that cause us to really get on each other's nerves so quickly. A lot of times it's let by my brother. 
I'm going to have to <laughs> be honest. Let's put him out just there. He's just so conniving. He just does it so well. And I'm just like, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. And I've ma- I've noticed that I have matured a lot in the mm-hmm. sense of I don't take the bait that quickly mm-hmm. because I've made a choice. I've made this choice, yeah. I'm going to say maybe 15, almost 20 years ago when I said, you know what? not effing worth it. Yeah. It's not effing worth it. A lot of times we're so quickly to dis- dismiss family because at the end of the day, they're just family. You know, it's family. They're there regardless. Yeah. I'm going to see them. I'm gonna, They're there. You were easily just like, bye. I'm, I don't need you. And then a lot of times we don't do that with friends, you know, when we should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just carry on the friendship. Like we feel like this need to still be, show our loyalty to our friends. We are specifically talking about family. Just breathe through it. It's the easiest thing that we can do when we're, I mean, just imagine yourselves growing up with these people, right? They just, yeah. you just find a way to, to entertain yourself when you're bored. It, the art of learning how to disrupt the peace of your sibling or your parent or whomever in your family, because you like to see just how they react. And some of us react crazy, like I used to and not anymore, but I've made a choice that said, no, no longer am I going to ba- get baited into that argument. I'm not going to get baited into saying X, Y, and Z. It's just... It's not worth it to me. And it's so tiresome when when someone constantly just tries to push that button and you're just like, no, no, no. Because at one point you finally just say, fuck it. You're going to get the rage. And <laughs> you let go. And then you're the bad person. Yeah. You're the bad person yeah. because you fell into that trap and now you're the asshole of the family, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I just like stay misunderstood, stay misunderstood. Keep your mouth shut and when people are trying to bait you and you don't have anything to say and you're in la la la. Yeah. I sometimes act like it's not phasing me, it's not fading yeah. me. And deep down, I should and I'm just trying to be the bigger person and deep down it hurts and I try to decompress and bring it to a person that like my husband, which he'll be supportive if I feel like, oh, did you hear my brother said or did you hear my sister said, my mom said, you know, because we're, perf- we're not perfect humans and we say this stuff too we throw the jabs too. we you know we all kind of that banter and sometimes it is unjust and then people strike a chord with you so this thanksgiving do your best to not be triggered by past beef or present beef or misunderstandings or assumptions and be present and brush it off as best you can because we're family mm-hmm. and like family we're not always going to get along and we're sometimes going to have drama my family is funny because this year for the first year ever we're all going to a restaurant today we're not going to my mom's what? house Oh. Yeah, it's be very different. We're all going to talk. I guess whoever we're sitting next to is like twenty of us at this Mexican restaurant. But it's what my mom wanted, and I was so happy that I was able to be the leader oh. of the family and get all these agendas together and all these people. Maybe they talk, maybe they don't talk. But I was the catalyst this year to get my mom what she wanted because in being at a medical appointment with her, she said, "You know, I really don't want to do it at my house. I have a doctor's appointment. I have this. I have that." I asked a lot of questions because a lot of times people don't tell you the truth, right? They're just yeah. telling you what's going to be comfortable. So I just yeah. had a lot of questions. And when I got to the bottom of it, my mom is very old and she feels the pressure to cook, even though we say not to. She feels yeah. the pressure to clean, even though she shouldn't. She hurt her mm-hmm. knee last Thanksgiving cleaning and she's been using a cane ever since. And that kind of stuff, it's like maybe the family doesn't even know. She doesn't want them to know. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're listening to this, now they know. I don't think most of them do. But the point <laughs> is that a real objection with my poor mom, the pressure to have 20 relatives over. She's done it every year and loves it. But um. I said, we'll clean, we'll cook, we'll do everything in your house. She's not going to let us, you know? So oh, yeah. no, then I got to, what about a restaurant, mom? And we all pay our own way, which she's trying, I'm sure, to pay, but we're going to handle that today. And of course, her little eyes lit up. She was so excited. I said something like, we'll go to like uh, like Lucille's. I know you like Lucille's. And she's like, lately, no. Ya no me gusta allí. Vamos a Paco's. She's so cute, right? She doesn't go to Paco's. Okay. Tacos. So shout out to Paco's Tacos. We're coming today. 
And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like yeah. 20 people, the reservation was made. It was great. And let's see, God willing, we don't drive each other crazy. But it felt good to be able to have the relationship with her to understand what she wanted and the relationship with all my siblings to try to get them to be on the same page, even if we don't all always get along and God willing, it all works out, but you are all going to do what you're going to do. If you have to split holidays, that's drama. That can be drama. Oh my God. That is so hard. So hard. And I don't know how you did it, Tessie, or how you're going to now do it at all, but please do the best you can to, again, use your skills, breathe, be fair with your partner as much as you can. Splitting holidays sucks. In my family, we learned early on that we just have to do our best to try both things. And Christmas changed for us, and I had to be okay with it. And there's hurt feelings because then you have family members that are like, they don't come here anymore. They got married. They're with their family. Mm-hmm. Please just yeah. do what's not to drive you and your partner crazy. I was once out to dinner with my compadres, and my comadre was talking about like their fights or their arguments. And I think my husband asked like, what's been your biggest argument or what's something you would change? And my compadre said, you know, I would change that every holiday is tainted by a fight about where we're going to be. And she, you could just tell, you could just tell she had never really heard that from him and her look and her face. And she had this realization like, oh my God, my husband associates holidays with the annual fight with me. And since that moment, you guys, she's so different about holidays. Michael Madre rocks them differently. She's going to be there today. She knows how to. She's like the past three months have been so different. (laughs) (laughs) With her whole heart, she was like, "I'm so glad that I heard that. I never realized that. Like his memories cannot be us fighting about. I don't want to go to your mom's, or you don't want to go to my dad's, or they've got a bunch of moms and a bunch of dads. And it's like one of those situations. And I was so happy that that happened for them. And he was honest to say, like, we fight every freaking Christmas, every Thanksgiving. And they're working it out. So you as a couple, you guys are sacred. Do not let your extended families rip you apart during the holidays because it's so hard. What we do, what we do is that we alternate um, every other year. So, uh, for example, like if we spent Thanksgiving with my side of the family, uh, December 24th, you know, Nochebuena, we spend it with my in-laws. Luisa's side of the family. And then now, you know, now that we're married and we have kids, Año Nuevo también, like we spend it with family. So then, so what I try to do is Thanksgiving with my family, Christmas with um, with Luisa's side of the family, and then Año Nuevo with my side of the family again. And then the following year, it switches. Yeah, don't let it tear exactly. you apart, guys. Don't let it tear you apart. Just alternating words. Yeah, it works. Celebrate on a different yeah. day like my family does. Why have the drama? Just Thanksgiving can be any day you want to be. And that's the thing. I think um, for a lot of a lot of years, it was like it has to be that Thursday, only on Thursday. That's Thanksgiving Day. Right. And finally, when you was like, uh, "You guys, we can celebrate on the weekend. Yes. It's fine. We're all gonna be together right. anyway." Yes. So right. it's just making making it work. I for for now, it's worked out with Otto and I, where he's had to he's had to work on the Fridays after Thanksgiving. So we spent wow. Thanksgiving here, and then on the weekend we head over to Escondido with his mom. Um, and that happened the last two years. So this year we're actually gonna, they're coming up this way. They're coming up to LA from Escondido, the grandmas and, um, spending it with our family. So it'll be different and we'll see if it works. Maybe from there, something else comes about where we do an annual thing where we all just get together in one house where it's easier for everyone instead of having to split it. It's so cool that with Latino culture, we have, you know, we have, 
um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I mean, we do a little bit of everything because we we're on celebration mm-hmm. mode. Like, so do what works for you. Don't no pressure, no pressure mm-hmm. as best you can. You have to make no, it all perfect. And please, everybody, if you get one thing from us for this random episode, is go into the holidays willing to just be a zen about everything and as best you can because it's a it's a tough time of year. Funny enough, it's like celebration and holidays, but the gifts and the kids and the family and the tree. Do your best to embrace all of that with grace and forgiveness for yourself, first and foremost. Not be so hard on yourself during this time of year and try to have as much peace in the truly peaceful time that is Christmas and Thanksgiving. And talk it out. Talk it out. Figure it out. Be responsible because that one little Mm -hmm. action can lead to so many different consequences. So maybe just breathe. Like the skills you're going to use this week with family that may trigger you mm. or the skills you use at work if you're not happy or you are happy. Give yourself grace. It's the perfect time of year to do that. We're going to wrap with that today. I think it's a good sentiment yeah. to wrap on. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure to always keep the conversation going where you want to, where you can. We're online, Instagram and Facebook at Level Up Latina. You can email us at admin at leveluplatina.com. That's the party line. You know it. You should know it by now when you listen to our podcast. Share this podcast, like, comment. We love hearing from you and topics that you love hearing about. Uh, We are just so happy to be here with you today. And So happy and so thankful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many things to be thankful. And if you guys are out there on Thanksgiving and you're feeling a little, a certain kind of way, drop us a note. Like Irene just left you all the details. Hit us up. We're here for you. We're, we're going to try to find ways to also uh, um, not, not avoid our family, but get away (laughs) for a moment and whatnot. What's the the best way, but by a message from you or a quick anecdote or something of what you're experiencing. So just check in with us. We'll be, we'll be here for you. Tell us what you're thankful for. DM us if someone is triggering you. We'll give you the right words. Be like, oh, mi tia, mi tia just asked me about my novio again. Like whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Like I'm tired. Yeah, where's your novio, huh? Yeah, where's oh, your girl. novio? Tú estás divorciada tres veces. Don't talk to me. You know, that's what happened. That's what happened. Tú no sabes. Tú no sabes. Don't let anyone do that to you. DM us. We'll laugh. We'll, we'll send some emojis your way and give you We'll that, laugh. So. We'll cry. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's a level up, baby.